You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Glenn, we're live. Oh, I'm not seeing the thing. Hi, everybody. That was weird. Uh, it is February 4th, 2019. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we are live, despite what the indicator tells me on this Google Hangout. Um, yeah, Monday Night Raw, weird Raw tonight, opened up with Becky Lynch. A lot of stuff happened. Uh, Kurt Angle, is he retiring? Dean Ambrose, is he really uh, leaving? We will get into all this and more. Matt, top-level thoughts. What do you think tonight of Raw? I liked it for the most part. I thought it uh, moved a it moved a bunch of stuff that I wanted to have moved. Yeah, I mean, elimination chamber is coming up in two weeks, so uh, tonight's the start of the build to elimination chamber. Uh, and then after that, of course, Fastlane and WrestleMania. Raj, how about you? What'd you think? Uh, I was mixed. I thought um, th- there was some good stuff on it, but you know, overall, I'd, I'd probably give it a thumbs down. I thought the the main event was kind of weak. Glenn, we just lost Glenn. All sorts of technical difficulties tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I thought with Ron Strowman, I think they've completely humanized him. He's not that unbeatable monster that he was six months ago. Yeah, uh, you know, he was one of the the few like really protected stars that they had. It just uh, <clears throat> just pains me to see what what they're doing with him. Yeah, when he's sitting there singing, um, you know promo matching hook lines with Kurt Angle backstage get right. these hands it's true you've lost me right yeah so and you know he was just this unbeatable remember last year at Elimination Chamber he went through everybody before Roman Reigns finally got him yeah. um, and he was just the beast and then ever since Crown Jewel he's you know he's he's fallen down a few notches I don't know what they're what what they're thinking. It's like I told you guys, it's so hard to get a big guy to this part of the dance to get him organically over as a babyface. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the show opened up with Becky Lynch coming out, uh, Stephanie McMahon introducing her, and they're really making this the storyline that uh, she's got a knee injury in story, um, right. and that if she doesn't see a doctor. She's not getting her WrestleMania match against Ronda Rousey. Matt, do you think this is a smart way for them to keep interest in this with uh, 60 some odd days to go between now and WrestleMania? Uh, I I don't. I don't like it personally. No, I don't. I think it's annoying and not in a good heat kind of getaway, get getting kind of way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, to me, it, it came straight to me. It, and it came across to me like, uh, uh, bootleg Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, like that, you know, like a bootleg Steve Austin, Vince McMahon angle. And if that's what they're doing, they, they, that, that ship is shell. Like they're way too late. Yeah. Like no, no, no one's buying that series between those two. At least not yet. Yeah. One thing that was kind of messed up was Becky was advertised for this past weekend's uh, SmackDown live events and she didn't appear and AJ Styles didn't appear either. AJ Styles has got some minor injury or something. So, 
for storyline, they kept her off the road. They didn't have her go to these shows. But when AJ wasn't appearing, you would think that, you know, she's kind of the hottest, you know, star on SmackDown right now. She said that she should be there. So is she hurt? I don't know. So according to a, a report from Post Wrestling, they they had said that Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Sasha Banks are all hurt right now. But Becky isn't. And that's just storyline. Oh, OK. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think, tell me what you guys think about this. For me, why this is frustrating is I'm expecting them to deprive us of this match somehow, whether it's adding Charlotte to it or it happens, but it's not the main event or they decide to go with another direction because Vince, you know, doesn't see it. Do you feel like this is uh, too close to true? No, they cannot screw this up. This is too obvious, (laughs) even for them to mess this up. You guys don't think so? There's conflicting reports that Charlotte's still going to be added to it. No. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a huge mistake. Um, You know, some people believe that adding Charlotte Flair, you attract the casuals who know of Ric Flair, and it just adds more more name value to the match. You know, saying Ronda Rousey's facing Ric Flair's daughter. Um, Yes, if that was was one-on-one by itself, yes, I would argue that. But that's not what they're doing here. They've got a red hot female wrestler finally that's red hot organically. You know yeah. what I mean? Something we we've never I've never seen this before. Have you? In a female competitor? Not, not at this level, no. Like I don't want to say I hate throwing that Austin word out there too much, but you know what I mean? Like you're excited to see what she's gonna do next. Now this week, I'm kind of pissed how, how they extinguished her a little bit, especially backstage with Rhonda. I did not like that. Yeah, Ronda, Ronda kind of got the the best of that. At least they didn't have Stephanie dress Becky down. <laughs> you know? Oh, I would I would have flown out there myself. I would have pulled the plug <laughs> on the whole show. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I thought the face off with Steph was good. The face off with Ronda. I mean, it seemed like Ronda actually did better tonight than she usually does in these talking segments. Um, I don't think it made Becky look weak, but I don't know. I mean, I think Ronda is a varsity. Let's be very clear, folks. Those of you who don't like her. Doesn't matter. She is a varsity shit talker at the end of the day. She is good when it comes down to talking shit and not and just letting it fly and not caring. Do you know what I mean? Whether she's a heel bill, doesn't matter. You know what I mean? She's really good. I <laughs> yeah, I remember last week we, we were saying how her opening segment was terrible, Ron, this last week. And then she cut that promo at the end of it after everything Very, said, yeah. and it was awesome. Yeah. So hopefully they keep it one-on-one. I think it's just got... You know, the, having a third person just waters it down, just dilutes yes. it. Yes. Uh, yeah. It hurts Becky. It hurts Becky. Yeah. No, but tonight, though, man. So Becky opened SmackDown Tuesday Raw tonight. How much hotter can you get? When's the last time a woman had that much juice in the WWE to open both shows within a week of each other? I love it. Probably Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, this was awesome. I think uh, it's going to be great, but man, they got to keep this interesting. And then seemed like they were trying to get Rhonda to get a little bit of steam back. I mean, the crowd was booing her a lot, but she beat right. Liv Morgan and then um, Sarah Logan. Liv Morgan, she beat very, very fast. And then Sarah Logan, actually, that was more competitive than I thought it was going to be. It looks like Rhonda got cut during that match. But uh, what did you think of that promo she cut in between, though, Matt, when she was yelling at the crowd saying, oh, boo me if you want to. Oh, that, that, that's when she can be dangerous in, a, in not a good way, right? She needs <laughs> to be controlled. 
<laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? Because she, that wasn't good. And then throws out there, what, what? You want to skim me alive like one of your rabbits? <laughs> hey, Matt, can you move all... your mic a little closer? Have me a little, little bit of a hard time hearing you. Um, How about right now? Still, I hear. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, you know what? Uh, let's, Rhonda, let's, let's, let's oh, perfect. When, when I'm here like this, is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. Back People want to know anyways. if you're uh, on the run, Matt. People want to know if you're uh, hiding out. No, I have an autistic son who I'm not waking up to do any kind of podcast or any kind of interview. Um, so I'm doing it from my vehicle. Um, Understood. Now, now that they've asked and they opened up Pandora's box, I was spent the last week in the emergency room with pneumonia. And then today is my third day out since. Oh, um, and I've also quit cigarette smoking on top of it. So for all those people at home that seem to care, Put that up your pipe and smoke it. Um, so we're working on all those things. and um, But um, on top of it, obviously, I don't want to sit there and be screaming and yelling, ranting and raving in front of my son while he's trying to sleep at night. Um, but uh, back to this. She was all over the place, dude. She was all over the place. She was um, in between the match promo. Th th I didn't like it. But then yet again, before the match promo versus Becky, she was. I thought that was a home run. Um, when she's in the moment and she's pissed off, she can be her best, but they've got to be able to like, she can't show she cares. That's when she screws up. When she starts to show she cares that everyone's booing her. Yeah. It doesn't work. Right. So for those of you who missed it, uh, so after Stephanie suspended, so Stephanie was demanding that Becky go see a doctor, get, uh, get cleared to return to action or, she, you know, she's going to suspend her. Becky refused. And so, Stephanie suspended her and then Becky attacked Steph uh, Becky attacked Stephanie and almost got her in the disarmor, but some agents came in. So backstage, Rhonda was getting on uh, Becky's case for harming the potential WrestleMania women's main event. And Becky just kind of stood there and took it while Rhonda tore into her. Um, and yeah, in this match, I thought she, I thought Rhonda was really good here. I thought Rhonda versus Liv was exactly what it should have been. They should not be going along. Um, so I thought that was great. And, but yeah, th then she cuts that promo and just, just felt like she got lost or, or something. Yeah. All, all over the place. Yeah. Which is a shame because, um, I think if they script her some really good stuff and she could just pull it off, I think it's just all about building this match for mania now, especially if it's going to be the main event, main event, man, they got a, they got a next That's level. That's not what they're booking it as, right? Uh, we're, not, we're not we're not calling this the main event main event, are we? Uh, Becky versus Becky versus Ronda. I mean, I'll sign off on it. I just don't think they would call it that. Is yeah, I think they. I think it's going to go on last. Wow. Or the, whatever wow. the women's match is, if it's Charlotte and a triple threat. Yeah, I think it's going to go on last. And when you look at it, when you kind of look at the WrestleMania lineup wow. right now, there's no obvious choice to, after that to you know to for any other match to go on last after that. Brock versus Seth. Wow. Seth is kind of cold. I feel like we'll we'll see if they can heat him up. But uh, this, see, yeah, I think this is definitely the best way to go. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember talking to the Bella Twins. I think it was at the WrestleMania Thirty. Which one was the one in uh, California? In in outside of San Francisco. Thirty-two. 32. So I remember talking to them there and I asked them how long bef before women main event a pay-per-view. They were saying like, they think it'll probably be like 10 years. And 
man. Look at a this. pay per view, or did you say mania? You said pay per view. Just a pay per view. Wow. So things <laughs> have changed. Things have changed quick. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I want that. We all want that. I'm yeah. just surprised to see WWE saying, "Hey, this is our bread and butter. This is what we're selling our pay per view on." Right. And Vince can, you know, he can always change his mind. I remember last or two years ago, Brock and Goldberg was supposed to be the last match, and they ended up going with Roman and Taker. So it could always change. <clears throat> so it was 31 in Santa Clara. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, did you guys watch the 24 yeah. WWE 24 on WrestleMania yes. in New Orleans? Yeah. Yep. Those are awesome. Yeah. Man, uh, that opening moment with Brock tossing the belt to Vince, that was. Still the no high point. Start, still great. You can't. Yeah. How do you start something off better than that? Brock is Brock. See, Brock is just so great. <laughs> like uh, who else would who else would have the cojones to do that? Shawn Michaels. That's about it. And right. And then I don't know. Yeah, Shawn back in the day, not now. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Um. So after that, we got. Bailey and Sasha warming up backstage. Got into an altercation with Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross in advance of their match. Then uh, we went to the ring where we had a Four Corners number one contender tag team match to determine the new number one Raw tag team contenders. We had the B-Team versus Heavy Machinery versus the Lucha House Party versus the Revival. Heavy Machinery, their second four-way number one contender tag team uh, match in a week span since they were in this position on SmackDown last Tuesday. (laughs) Matt, what did you think of this match and the Revival winning to become the new number one contenders? Real quick, I want to do a mic check. Am I okay like this or am I better off like this? Better like off this. like the second. Yeah, better off like the okay. second. Yeah. Yo, heavy machinery, guys. I try to give them another chance again. Guys, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, they're taking five minutes to double body slam someone to the outside together in unison. Like, it's the most basic crap that they're doing, and I don't get it. It's like I'm like they're setting to do something up crazy, right? And then they rub each other's stomachs into each other. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like... Like they're setting for something up huge, and then they do crap like that. And then like the bushwhacker, and, battering yeah, ram. Yeah, I did not like the explanation by Cole, but, but it, either. <laughs> but it was I didn't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I hate to sound like a party pooper, but I, I don't like it. I think it's corny as hell. It's a waste of time on my TV. And if you're gonna have the worm be a move, it's got to be like Scotty Too Hotty. It better win you the goddamn match, or else it just looks stupid. It's, it's getting over though. I mean, he, he, the fans were popping they when he did it. Did react when they went to commercial break. When they were standing tall in the ring, they yeah. did react to them. Yeah, I mean, Otis has got some charisma, so uh, we'll see if it works. So does so does Glenn. That's true. <laughs> I can't do the worm well, like Glenn that, can though. do the worm. Yeah, that's all. That's all that's holding <laughs> me back. Oh so, my god! By the way, with Ruby and uh, Ronda, I'm guessing next week they have Ronda versus Ruby Riot, or they do Ruby Riot at the pay per view versus Ronda at <laughs> Elimination Chamber. It just keeps going down and down. Then a fast lane. What do we get? Dana Brooke versus Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, they just bring in enhancement talent. Stop jobbing out your women's roster if you want them to be taken seriously. Well, you, you I mean, they're not hot right now, so it's, it doesn't really do anything. Doesn't hurt or help Ruby. So I, I see nothing wrong with it. Ruby's a really, really good wrestler. I think um, if they give her a competitive match, maybe. Maybe yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so the revival got this. Uh, maybe they apologized for asking for a release, but they're now the number one contenders with the Shadow yeah. Machine. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's what happens. That that's what happens when you ask for your release. WWE right. know, for the tag titles. That's kind of a a bad message to send. <laughs> ask for yeah. your release, and you'll get pushed. <laughs> yeah, you get to come out and bury new talent like Dean did tonight. Oh man! Uh, so backstage, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins. They're keeping that going. They're they're vowing to end Kurt Hawkins' losing streak. <coughs> I what? like that. I yeah, that. and that is going to get a huge pop when it happens. I think it will too. They went down their history a little bit there uh, on Monday Night Raw. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. predicting right now if it's true, it'll be Dean Ambrose. That's no who Kurt Hawkins goes over on. Because he's doing the job on the way out to everybody. Yeah, I mean, if it's true, right? Then I'll believe it. Then I'll believe Dean is losing, is leaving. You couldn't tell tonight. I, mean, I thought it was pretty clear. If it's a feud, no. <laughs> if it's a feud, no. <laughs> yeah, no, he was beaten like he was nothing. Um, Zach Ryder pointing out that they spelled his name wrong on the graphic last week. That was that was interesting. Is that true? Yeah, they did. I think it was spelled. Uh, I'm forgetting if it was Z A C H or if they misspelled his last name. But yeah, they had misspelled it. Wow. Uh, let's take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is SeatGeek. Oh, buying tickets. So difficult. So complex. So confusing. There's nothing quite like being there in person, and SeatGeek will get you in. SeatGeek pulls millions of tickets in one place. You can easily find the seat you want for a price you're willing to pay, and they will get you close to the action for a great value. We've got a deal for you. Listen up. Uh, we'll tell you at the end of this ad. But... I'm telling you, with concert tickets, you know, WrestleMania 35, great example, on sale now for New York. Maybe the Becca, Becky versus Ronda thing has got you interested. Go to SeatGeek. They've got the best seats for WrestleMania for all your sporting events, comedy, concerts. Today, over the weekend, uh, we watched uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the Queen biopic. And we're like, you know what? We should go see Queen in concert with Adam Lambert. Let's make it happen. Went to SeatGeek, found great seats, and we're going to be like in the first 10 rows when we go and see them later this year. SeatGeek made it possible. And the way they do it is that SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever they search multiple ticket sites and grade every ticket based on value which helps you immediately identify the best seats to fit your budget plus every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence make SeatGeek your go-to source for everything sports concerts comedy theater professional wrestling and more i've got the SeatGeek app on my phone raj has it on his it is by far the easiest way to shop for tickets and uh yeah like i said queen and adam lambert they're getting us in we're gonna go uh we're buying a bunch of tickets for shows in las vegas when we go there next month did you know salt and peppa is playing in las vegas currently we're using SeatGeek to get tickets to that i'm excited push it i hope they talk about sex <laughs> um i think it will be a great show and uh yeah SeatGeek has been awesome it is allowed god my wife and i we see so much more now in terms of concerts theater uh sex, wrestling. sex? it's a reference to a song so it's a reference to a song you don't remember that matt you don't remember let's talk about sex that was salt peppa's big hit and push it and shoop and salt and pepper performed at a wrestlemania a lot of people may forget that wow how do you say their name how do you say salt, their name? salt and pepper <laughs> like my beard um but yeah they performed lawrence taylor's entrance at uh wrestlemania was it 11 or 12 what WrestleMania a man. 11. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
That is awesome. Uh, well, best of all, here's the deal. Our listeners can get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code INC today. That's promo code INC for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek Life is an event. They've got the tickets, and we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Oh, mania. See, I've been on the fence. I mean, I think Becky and Rhonda, that's going to move some tickets from people that were on the fence with it. What else in mania, Matt? Do you think, as it stands, is, is worth going? I mean, we're going to have Brock versus Seth. Is there any other obvious <clears throat> matches in your mind? No. Uh, Raj said it earlier. He said, "What's what else is there besides this women's match that's a go-to, like, Taker versus Shawn Michaels match, right? We right. don't have that. Um, I would argue we didn't have it last year, really, or the year before. And I didn't feel that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm already forgetting I'm last year. Yeah. Same here. And I just watched a documentary it. on it, and I'm already forgetting it. I mean, Rousey in the tag match was big, but that was uh, yes, it overexceeded expectations. Right, but yeah, like uh, Roman and Brock had that weird ending. The fans, the fans crapped all over that match. Um, if Seth, okay, Seth beating Brock, that's okay. Yes, that. Yeah, but he has to beat him. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so, what's the word? That's... So, is AEW really going after Brock? What? What? They well, first of all, they can't go after him right now. He's under contract with yeah, them. I'm aware of that. Um, now, as far as like people are speculating that, you know, when Brock is his WWE contract is done, that now you've got another company with a lot of money, so Brock can you know up his price even more. But I see no way in hell that Brock goes to AEW. Um, no way in hell. I think it. I don't even see UFC anymore. I think that ship has sailed. I think. He'll, you know, you may probably maybe use it as a negotiating chip, maybe take a picture with Tony Khan, but <laughs> but I think he'll I think he'll be with WWE for a while. So the night's most confusing angle, Kurt Angle came out to the ring, um, <laughs> sounding like he was announcing his retirement, yeah. and then somehow ended up in a tag team match with Braun Strowman as his partner in the main event. Um, his three eyes have turned into three D's, doubt, defeat, and depression. And, um, yeah, was interrupted by Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, um, and Braun Strowman, which set up the match for the main event. What do you, what do you think, Matt, of this latest wrinkle okay. in Kurt's career? Here's my question. What, what was he about to retire from? He's been retired. <laughs> what was he going to add? Like, okay, I'm really going home this time, guys. No, seriously, like, I'm really going home. Like, what would it, what else actually would it have been? I guess maybe maybe just that he's gonna wrestle his last match or I don't know. I, I mean, mean he's retired, retired. I mean, I was hoping it was gonna be, you know, something about um the Hall of Fame, you know, something like that, maybe. Yeah. Well he's in the Hall of Fame, so but yeah. But like him announcing who the next people in the Hall of Fame are. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Isn't that weird that he's in the Hall of Fame in wrestling? I mean, I yeah. know it's happened before, but I mean, this Jeff one Derrick feels tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Two Hall of Famers in action tonight. Yeah. Uh, wh where do you think, Matt? I know uh, you've got a personal relationship with Kurt and a friendship from your time together in TNA. What would you like to see for Kurt next? What what he's doing, but I'd like to see them use him more. He has so much to contribute. You always hear people talk about like stars like that, how they have so much to contribute creatively to the business and young minds and things like Kurt really does, though. Like he, he really eats, sleeps and drinks this business he really was a prodigy at this nobody's ever picked this business up quicker than him like really so like 
there is things for him that they should be utilizing more. Maybe they are not unaware of it. Maybe he's married to certain guys each week on the road for house show loops for all I'm, I'm unaware of. Um, things like that, but they need to be utilizing the hell out of him. Yeah, what um, if... Oh, sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> you, you know what I mean? I don't know what how that is. I don't know if that's just riding in a car because that's what we've learned the most from each other is usually riding in cars. Um, something as simple as that, man. I, I, I remember I would pay for his meals, you know what I mean? To get a chance to ride in the car with him. Yeah. To, to ask him questions and annoy him to death. Yeah, he's too big of a, a legend to be just jobbed out and beaten like nothing. So, oh, you know God. what I'd like to see? This was an angle that they were going to do with Ric Flair while, you know, uh, when he retired, but they never did, was have Kurt Angle come out and say he's not going to lose again. And if he loses again, he'll retire. And that leads to a WrestleMania match with Drew McIntyre. Kurt can put Drew over, but have it be competitive. 50, okay. You know, and uh, okay. does his retirement match in Mania. Drew McIntyre gets something out of it. And uh, it's a big WrestleMania singles match. I really wish they would have stretched Drew versus Kurt at, to, to, to what you just said to Mania. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? That first time he came in, destroyed him. Destroyed him. His own yeah. finisher. Yeah. That would have been a lot more meaningful at Mania. And a nice build. I don't know why they would just fart all over that. Yeah, it was just a random TV match. It, it, did, it, did, help, uh, it did help Kurt, though. I mean, it did help Drew, though. Drew. But... <laughs> Yeah, they got to do something. This main event, I mean, we'll talk about it, but uh, even with that, very uh, trying to have their cake and eat it too with the finish and whatnot. Um, so when Bailey and Sasha came out with their match against Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox, they were attacked right off. Um, largely, they were selling it on commentary as a handicap match with Sasha, um, mostly out of action, Bailey taking on both Nikki and Alicia at the same time. And really they were seemed like they were setting it up to where there was, I thought legitimate doubt that they could lose, but of course um, they pulled it off in the end, Sasha Banks and Bailey winning. And they're going to be in the women first ever women's tag team championship match and elimination chamber. Um, what do you think, Matt? I'm curious what your thoughts are on Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox as the tag team. Do you think that is longevity? I I like the beginning of it, but they still tipped their hand on what was going to happen in the tag tournament. As far as uh, um, Becky and own girl winning, uh, winning their, their, that, that, that tag match, hmm. they jumped them in the beginning, obviously. It's like, okay, well, at least they're trying because nobody would ever buy those two of beating those two normally straight up. So <clears throat> I like the fact that they jumped them before the match started. And they came back from commercial break with something to fight uphill from. And yeah, and it was also done. So Sasha apparently is not cleared yet. She's got mm. some injury. Uh, so she missed weekend raw live events. So that was the way for them to write her out of the match. So I thought it was well done, you know, for since she couldn't wrestle. Um, clearly, they must think that she'll be ready to go by elimination chamber. In time. Yeah. Yeah. So. But they, they could always pull her out of the match at the last minute, like they did with the, like they've done in the, you know, in the past. <laughs> They've got to win this. When's the last time Sasha or uh, Bailey? Yeah. It's theirs. It's theirs. Yeah. I'd hope so. Unless unless Sasha's injured enough and doesn't get cleared by that time. But you would think that they, they would have to win it. Yeah. Maybe uh, Naya and Tamina and then have Sasha and Bailey chase for a while and win at the first pay-per-view after. But I don't know. Do it at Mania? Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, we got a backstage segment with Apollo Crews yeah. and Razor with uh, Drake Maverick in tow. Is that setting up something for main event? I'm I'm sure it's setting up something for next week. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's cool. Um, and then Jeff Jarrett with Road Dog out there singing "Alone with My Baby Tonight," following up on last week's seg- uh, see- ah, last week segment, setting up a match tonight for Jeff Jarrett versus Elias. So, Raj, is there truth to the rumor that this was sort of the last chance for Elias to prove himself? I wouldn't know. What? I, 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 yeah, I, I wouldn't listen to rumors like that. And that's <laughs> why out, I asked. Time out. Yeah. Why, 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 time out. Why are we even talking in that? Like, the terminology his because last time chance yeah, to sorry. prove himself you see this stuff and I, when i bring it up just so people know i bring these up and Raj and i have talked about this off there before sometimes just play devil's advocate because you see this shit repeated on twitter all the time um in social that? media yeah where people are like you know and it's like some third-hand rumor from either misinterpreting something Meltzer said or a site nobody's heard of but people repeat it enough so they're saying oh elias his recent turn was because he wasn't getting over fully or he wasn't capitalizing on it so this segment with jared is to sort of test him that's why i asked because tonight it seemed like to me elias was plenty over um i don't know about you guys i thought road dog always great he was fantastic with jeff, with jeff jared though i mean uh, you know I don't no, know what we're getting out of this. Well, Jeff, that, that that that's never Jeff's favorite thing, right? I think yeah. we everybody knows that, right? Jeff's a freaking money wrestler in the middle of the ring. He's a great he's got great charisma. He's he doesn't need that shtick, that gimmick. Yeah. You know, so it's probably like me going back and having to stutter for all I know. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like well, shit, this is what you bring me back for. You know I can do A, B, C, and you know, D, right? But you want me doing F? All right, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I get why they why they're doing it because Elias and Jeff Jarrett have similar gimmicks. Oh, so. that's one hundred percent why they're doing it. But that doesn't mean Jeff's gonna be comfortable with it. And make it, you know what I mean? Right. But, and that was that's what I was gonna say is that when Jeff was doing that gimmick and Road Dog was his roadie, uh, fewer people were watching WWE than than you know the rest of their careers. You know, everyone remembers Road Dog from DX and and Jeff Jarrett. You know, Jeff with Jarrett. The stuff with China and and. You know, with the shorter hair and, and slap nuts, right? Yeah, they don't remember the you know they, unless you watch during that period, which was you know a down period. Not many people remember that. No, you're 100 right. And back to, to to Elias though, that, that really pisses me off though. That people are saying like that's like one of their like knocks is oh this is his chance to prove himself. So this is his chance to bring in like a Hall of Famer. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. I like Elias and what he does. I think he's doing just fine as is. I've been enjoying um, the shtick they have set up with him. With this tonight, I mean, so he picked up the win over Jarrett, got the drift right. away on him. I feel and... like I haven't seen his finisher in months. Like, I forgot that was his finisher. <laughs> and that's not on him. Right. That's on creative. WWE right. creative needs to get on their own ass about their own stuff instead of putting stuff out there about him if he's, you know, that, that annoys the hell out of me. Yeah. I do so think he, his character is more better off as a heel. I did think, like as a babyface, he was kind of losing a little steam. They dropped the ball with it. That's their job. Yeah, he went over and got over as a heel. It's their job to spin it and make it into money somehow. That's their job, and yeah. they did it. They would let him flounder and flounder and flounder. Before you know it, people are laughing along. We tell them to shut up and shut up, turn off their cameras. You know, and right. they started getting over and they started cheering, and then. Same stuff. They continue. They they had an opportunity there versus Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship, and they blew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So after the match, uh, after Elias got the win, the beatdown occurred. Uh, Road Dog got to say "suck it," and Jarrett hit Elias <laughs> in the back with the guitar. He said "shiznit," which you don't. Yes. Hear. 
much on WWE TV anymore. Elias had a funny line where he told he told Road Dog, "What are you doing here? Shouldn't you be on SmackDown tanking their ratings?" <laughs> was, I thought Elias. I mean, I thought he came across as a total star in the segment. That guitar didn't break when Jeff Jarrett hit him with it, so I don't know Ooh. if it wasn't gimmick properly or what. So hopefully, he didn't get hurt off of that. Ouch. I mean, that yeah. jacked up Jake the Snake Roberts' career. Remember when Honky Tonk Man hit him with the guitar? That wasn't gimmicked, and Jake had all sorts of neck issues after that. What's Honky Tonk Man been up to? I don't know. President I don't, I'm sure as hell don't know. Yeah, he's still not in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's been a, long, it's been a while since I've spoken with him. I don't know. Yeah, looking at Wikipedia, he did a Lucha Underground cameo. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. He would be a good one to bring back. He'd be a good Hall of Fame entry. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a good segment. Yeah, yes, liner, but yeah. Yes, he would be a good uh, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, yeah, the Hart Foundation going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. The it's going to be Brett, Jim the Anvil, Nightheart, and Jimmy Hart. Not the Hart Foundation stable that, but no. the tag team. It's the way it should be. That's good. I agree. I'm, I'm great with that. I love the Hart Foundation stable, but they, you know, they weren't around that long. You know, yeah, the Hart Foundation tag team were just, I mean, they were on top forever. They were awesome. Dude, them versus the Bulldogs, like, every Saturday, it felt yeah. like, as a kid. Yeah, and they, and they were always awesome. Uh, who else are you hearing about for Hall of Fame at this early stage, Rush? Uh, that's uh, not, not really. There's hardly been any, like... That's the first leak, you know, that I've heard, and that was, you know, via PW Insiders. There's, it's been pretty quiet this year. Are the tickets on sale yet for Hall of Fame? Um, I don't know. I know access tickets go on sale Friday, so maybe not. So maybe they're waiting till next week. I mean, it's going to sell out. It's New York. I would think they're not going to have a issue selling it out. It is going up against the ROH show at Madison Square Garden, but um, I, I don't think they'll have a hard time selling that out. So, uh, speaking of Jim the Anvil, Natalia was backstage uh, with Dana Brooke apologizing to her and then getting uh, worked up and basically uh, yelling at her and challenging her to a one-on-one match next week. Uh, turned out Natalia had earbuds in and didn't hear Dana talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that coming a mile away. It is yeah. um, three weeks from tonight, the birthday celebration for Ric Flair will be in Atlanta. And then they imagine the timing of that, that they're happening, happening to be in Atlanta for raw on Ric Flair's 70th birthday. That's his actual birthday. It's not like around that time. It's his actual birthday. Yeah. Wow. You know, you know, Atlanta is, you know, Ric Flair country. So pretty cool. Most definitely. Um, Finn Balor backstage. Came out for a match uh, or confrontation with Bobby Lashley. And then Bobby said, you're facing Leo Rush tonight. So we got Finn Balor versus Leo Rush in a fight. Lashley saying that uh, if he entertains him, maybe he'll get a shot at Lashley. Uh, what did you think of this match, Matt? I, did, I, I didn't like the premise. Again, they're jabroning Finn once again. They're making him look, calling him small. They're not looking. They're calling him outright small now. Um. And, and stuff like that. It was a good match. Love watching Leo Rush wrestle, obviously. Um, I just didn't like it. I, I don't like when they continue to minimize their shorter guys like that and then actually call them out for being shorter and smaller and tiny, that, that they're not good enough to be on someone else's level. Do you know what I mean? 
Right. I just don't like when that when that happens to your baby face. Right. It's if Finn. Finn should not be – it should not take Finn that long to beat Bobby Lashley's hype man. You know, it should have been a short match. They they get – I mean, it was pretty competitive. And, and if you're watching it – if you're watching it as a total casual fan for the first time and you're seeing Finn struggling with Leo Rush, in your head, do you think he has a chance against Bobby Lashley? You know, if you're watching this like a movie or anything? Hell Probably no. Probably not. No. I mean, Finn should have beaten Leo pretty quickly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's the issue. And also just randomly, like, Lashley can decide he's out of a title match. That's, that should be a forfeit, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they did Finn versus Leo anyway because I think it's better that Finn gets a win. I don't know if Lashley would have be- beaten Finn, but, um, you know, if Finn's going to win the title, do it on a pay-per-view, not on Raw. Yeah. Do we, do we care? I kept, uh, I kept thinking, do I care if this lasts to WrestleMania? And Finn Balor wins the Intercontinental title from Bobby. Do I care? I decided I don't. I don't care. It's be not nice enough to have for me. Yeah. It'd be, if he's the demon at WrestleMania, that would – just any chance okay. for that. Really. Any chance for that? Okay, yes, I'll take that. But I, I just don't like where he's booked at right now, where he should be. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, he's putting that title match with Lesnar, and it was a good match. Then they squashed him right after and then just got it, had him get destroyed last week. Yes. It's it's definitely feels like he's you know dropped a peg. Yeah, so at least he won tonight. I was worried for a second that we're gonna let Leo beat him, uh, but he won with the coup de gras. And uh, after that, Paige came out. She was there in person, and they mm-hmm. showed us the exact same trailer for fighting with my family that we've seen easily a hundred okay. times. Yeah. Well, what'd you hear from the screenings, Rush? Uh, I've heard only good things. Everyone that I've talked to that's seen it has really liked it. Um, It's going to be awesome. That's that's a home run movie. You already know it is. It's going to be great. Yeah. So all all positive stuff so far. Early reviews are good. Uh, Mostly positive. It's like at 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. So good stuff. Good for her. Do you guys watch The Chronicle with Paige on the network? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yet. Very depressing. Very honest, too. Incredibly yeah. honest from her perspective. Yeah. Some of the things, some of the areas she goes in, I was very surprised at that they let her. Yeah. I need to watch that. Yeah, it was good. Um, I hope they do something with her because uh, she, she's too talented and she's a great oh, talker. Oh, God. Yes. Hell yes. <sighs> she was great on SmackDown. I don't know why they got rid of her there. I get where it made sense with their new era initiative to get rid of her. But, uh, this new era I is exactly the same. It. it sucks. New era sucks. It's the, exactly the same. The only difference is they were saying the McMahons and Triple H will be on every Raw. I mean, that's really been the only real difference. Well, which I don't care about, which I was fine without them. Right, yeah. yeah. You're telling me, Matt, you don't love the new era segments like a moment of bliss tonight with special guest EC3? Okay, I take that back. I did like that at first. <laughs> so I, I, I did. Yeah, I liked Ambrose on that. We'll get to it. Yeah, so uh, EC3 came out with Alexa Bliss. Alexa was flirting with him. Um, it's they interesting. Make it, they make it look like a total dweeb by not talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Renee commenting on commentary about the amount of baby oil he had on. Like, to me, this reminded, at first it was like, they're treating him like they did back when he was Derek Meat. Bateman on NXT. Oh, yes, a little bit. But but then the bell rang, and he showed something, right? He knocked the mic out of his hand first, and then got his heat back, I thought. But he was 
many many talent would not be able to come back with the crap they booked him with over the past few weeks and even getting jabroned like that for the first five minutes of that promo. Yeah, and Nia Jax God, come out and saying no and, one can. And, and her too, yep. Right, yeah. Nia randomly coming out saying no one cares. EC3's <laughs> not saying a word. Every time he's like, looks like he's about to talk, he just stands there. Like, it, it's like they're always late to you know interrupt him, so he just stands there for a second, like not saying anything when he's supposed to. Um, it's like, yeah, don't copy Derek Bateman. You know, copy TNA EC3. He's great on the mic. He's got the poise. He's got the uh, he's he's got all that stuff. So use it. And then, yeah, yeah, Dean Ambrose coming out. (laughs) And Ambrose was funny. He's like, you look like a Creed fan. You a Creed fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ambrose was good. Then that led to a match with them uh, one-on-one in the ring, Dean Ambrose versus EC3. And uh, competitive, but EC3 won decisively. um, And then uh, beat him jackknife cover for the pin and the win. Yeah. Yeah, beat, beat him clean. It wasn't long. Uh, fans kind of turned on this match a little bit towards the end. They were, they got a little quiet. I think maybe they saw that Dean was getting buried, or I'm, I'm not sure what it was. But um, yeah, I mean EC3 with a big win to start. I mean it's better than those backstage segments they're doing with them. Yeah. Um, so Matt, I'm glad you're feeling better. I know uh, you were out last week with the flu. We didn't get to talk pneumonia. about uh, pneumonia. Part of pneumonia. Pneumonia, I apologize. Uh, but we didn't get to talk about this. What do you make of the news of Dean Ambrose asking to be let out of his contract and being granted his release? I, I thought that was a work. I did. Yeah. Reading about it. Um, I, don't, I don't know what to make of it. Has he made that much money where he can retire? Um, well, he doesn't need to retire. He could just take some time off. He could look at his options. Um, you know, I'm sure... It's I, I I do hate always bringing up AEW because they haven't had a show yet, but they are throwing their money around. So, um, yeah, I mean, he would be a big a big get for them. Yeah, he would. He would. I, I just so this is but if this is more of a mental break, you know what I mean? Vacation that he needs, then maybe he goes to a couple of years, steals some money, and goes back to WWE when he's ready. I don't know. I just know the way they've been booking him in WWE is nowhere near on the same stratosphere as um, Seth and before that Roman. Yeah. Yeah. And pardon me. uh, He's not renewing his contract. He didn't ask for his release, Right. but uh, yeah, it seems like with um, this, I don't know. I think for me, I think it could be an amazing storyline if it's a storyline. If you're doing a storyline, then you don't just have him get beat like that with no no rhyme or reason and just tossed out at the Royal Rumble. You know, like he's they're booking him like he's on the way out and not in a way that is obvious to, you know, most fans. Yeah, well, we shall see. Uh, It's very different because you never see them talk about this. The way they yeah. have so openly about him potentially, you know, not him leaving once his deal's up. Yeah, issuing a statement that his contract, he's not renewing his contract right. and expires in April. Yeah. That's, I don't recall seeing that before. There, there was only, the only time I can recall was with <clears throat> Kevin Nash when he was leaving to go to WCW. They announced that a few months ahead of time on their, they had an AOL channel back there. And I remember seeing that. I was like, dang, that's really <laughs> happening. Then we went backstage, Mr. Mojo Ryzen, Mojo Raleigh talking to himself in the mirror. 
Hey, something different. I'm always a fan of something different. He's a good promo. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he. I thought he was. He's good. I. I, he, I just need to see. You know, we need to see how they tweak how his presentation tra- in the ring. How does that translate to the ring? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, prime promo slot with this right before the main event. So we will see how that develops. Main event was Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman and Kurt Angle. Um, this ended in DQ. I felt like it was competitive for most of it. After the DQ, uh, the, which uh, led to McIntyre and Corbin winning because um, Braun attacked Baron when he was illegal. And then after that, they just beat up. Um, they got into a fight and it ended with Angle and Strowman standing tall. But of course, the other guys got their licks in before it ended. I thought this was kind of a weak main event. I mean, because it was because it yeah. was. Yeah, I thought it was very new- They've neutered and vanillaed up uh, my boy. Braun. Uh, Braun, yep. He's just another big guy now. <clears throat> and you got Kurt, who they made into, like, this wimp all of a sudden. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he's father time and all this other crap. <laughs> stuff I just – I'm sorry. There's still the real Kurt Angle in there, and I don't know why they're not tapping into it. And then the ending. He gets DQ'd for interfering on his partner's behalf. They do that in every tag team match. <laughs> it was so stupid. Lazy. It was lazy. Yeah, it was lazy. Um, I don't know if this is leading to a tag match at the pay-per-view. I, w- I would almost guess so. Um, yeah, you know, again, if Can this you is part of a... this is w- what they're doing with Braun Strowman right now, Raj? Can you imagine, I know. You know. Six months ago, if I told you this. I know. Remember uh, when he was feuding with Roman and it's like, man, I just can't see Roman beating this guy, how hot he is and how, you know, the monster that they made him. And then, man, that crown jewel match hurt him a lot with Brock where he just got destroyed. And here's the craziest thing. Elimination Chamber, guys, there's one more Raw and then Elimination Chamber is happening. Right. Like, there's not much they can build to. And now I know the women's Mm. match is going to be big. I know the... Uh, Daniel Bryan match with all the SmackDown contenders is going to be big, um, you know, like a lengthy match. Um, but this guy, I mean, this is going to be kind of a weak pay-per-view as it stands, right? I mean, there's not a lot else that's really hot right now. And these these usually are, you know. Um, you know, again, there's not – last year you had the big, the big raw um, – the raw side was up for grabs with the Rob WrestleMania main event. And you had Braun and destroying everyone before Roman finally beat him to earn the WrestleMania main event. Um, yeah. I mean this, this year it's, it's, you don't have that like marquee value match, but yeah, it's, it's kind of lackluster, but we'll see. the first ever women's tag title. So that is something that's cool. That'll be good. Um, maybe Becky interferes with whatever match Rhonda or Charlotte are in at Elimination Chamber. I don't know. I don't know uh, which way they take this, but SmackDown tomorrow night, I'm sure we'll get some answers about how they're going to continue to build this. But overall, uh, what do you give this Raw, Matt? C+. There you have it. Raj? I'd I'd go like a C. Okay. There wasn't much on this show that I thought was really good, but at the same time, there wasn't that much that I thought was terrible or bad um yeah yeah. what else we got we talked about the news about the heart foundation talked about becky 
missing some live events. Seth Rollins is injured. Yeah, Seth Rollins is injured. Um, I guess he he's been injured for a little bit, uh, even before the Rumble. Uh, yeah, didn't wasn't at the Raw live events last weekend. Um, he was still scheduled to be at Raw tonight. WWE had him listed for tonight's Raw, and yeah, he, he didn't have him in, in, him appear, which I think is fine because he can sell the injury, you know, from Brock getting destroyed by Brock last week. It's probably actually better in the storyline sense that he wasn't there. But yeah, it's you know, Seth, it's this is. He has the worst timing sometimes with these injuries because I, I remember that one year when he wrestled Triple H and he got that injury from Samoa Joe. He was able to still make it, but uh, it was uh, I remember it was really uh, touch and go on that one. Yeah, it was. This is a big opportunity for him. This is huge. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hopefully, they pull the trigger all the way with him. Yeah, assuming assuming he beats Brock, you would think that's the way they're right. going, but. They always, you know, Brock matches. No one thought he was going to beat Braun at Crown Jewel, and no one thought, you know, uh, he was going to beat Roman yes. last year. This is true. And he looks formidable. I know he's not as big as Brock. I get that. But height-wise, he ain't that far off either. Right. So finally, with one of these younger guys, that flip-flop flies around the ring, as everybody would like to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? About somebody that they, that they might not be fans of the newer wrestling, you know? But this guy is the whole package. Sam. Right. He really is. And uh, I don't know. I just hope they pull the trigger with him. Yeah, I agree. Uh, one more thing. WWE, uh, during tonight's Raw in Canada, they announced that the Superstar Shake-Up will be taking place on the Raw and SmackDowns in Montreal April 15th to the, April 15th through the 16th. And uh, they're calling it the first international superstar shakeup. Wonder if that just means it's because they're doing it in Canada. Yes. Or if they mean like stars from NXT UK will are eligible to be drafted too. So they are, nobody will care because nobody will. Yeah. But yes. (laughs) I mean, after this round of call-ups, I mean, can you think of a worse way the way they've been introducing these? I feel like Nikki cross has been the most successful. I mean, heavy machinery. Eh, they're you pushing know, them. EC3 after tonight. Yeah. I mean, it's good he got the win, but that promo, man. Yeah, they they made him look like a dork before he got the win. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they don't make him look like such a, you know, so weak out there on the mic and give him some real promo time. Lacey Evans, she's been MIA since the Rumble, right? I haven't yeah. seen her. Yeah, but Lars, I mean, Lars was supposed to be getting a big push, so... And I guess they did want him on Raw last week, but that didn't happen. Um, so we'll see what's going on with that. EC3's intro remind, reminded me of um, when Tyler Breeze got called up. And Dolph Ziggler was doing the the problem with all you millennials, you know, and stuff where he was, like, giving them crap. And then Tyler got the win, but it was still kind of, I don't know. seems yeah. weird to be dressing down the new talent. You can see when they're really – when they're bringing someone up that they see as a big star, like Lars, you can kind of tell that they had, you know, that they had big plans for him. And when they don't, and that's like almost every other NXT call up um, uh, over the last couple of years. They put, they put his own song together. Like they spent money on that. EC3. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would argue they don't, they don't do that for everybody. They give you generic music generally. They don't have any plans for you. You don't think so? CFO, I thought, just like has I'm not saying it's brain surgery to put words together for him, but I'm saying mm-hmm. WWE when they generally have some type of theme song for you. It's true. 
Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? But then I don't know. Cause then you watch what I'm watching. So I don't know. All right. Yeah. But yeah, overall, okay. It's, it's, it was there and uh, the ratings last night were not great um, after the Royal rumble. So they were actually down from a couple of weeks before SmackDown was, is got no bump at all. So, um, you know, if they're hovering at that 2.1 million mark, if they, you know, Fox, that's, that's not good for Fox, but you know, obviously they're going to get a boost being on network television, but they're also going to lose some moving to Friday nights. So I don't know how much of that will cancel each other out, but we'll see there. I feel like they need to start working on SmackDown ratings sooner rather than later. So but people are interested. I mean, our podcast only continues to grow in listenership. Raj, you tweeted out the Wrestling Inc. had its best non-WrestleMania week ever last yeah. week. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the web traffic has been up every year, even though ratings are down. But I think it's just more and more hardcores. You know, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's the hardcores are visiting more often and, and finding, you know, Wrestling Inc. And, and you're losing the casuals. And I'm going to say this now it's easier than ever to follow the news and watch clips online. It's easier than ever to follow the product without watching every week. And, and that's bad, (laughs) you know, they should make it. So you're excited to watch it live. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's their job. That's their freaking job. Yeah. They're not getting paid for YouTube views or hardly anything. You know, it's like 5 million a year uh, when their TV deal is, you know, hundreds of millions. So. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else to cover before we take this home? I think that's it. Cool. Mr. Matt Morgan, got anything to plug? No. Smackdown tomorrow night. Yes, we'll be here tomorrow night. Raj, what's coming up on the site? Uh, We had our interview with Jeff Jarrett. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, part one was up today. We got part two. It's good. The full interview is going to be on tomorrow's Winkly. Uh, Tamatonga, got an interview with him that's going up this week. He talks about uh, being in New Japan, AEW, all the guys leaving for AEW, all that stuff. So it's really interesting stuff. So definitely check it out. Awesome. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. We'd appreciate a follow there. A live tweet along with WWE programming. And if you're a fan of this podcast, please do us a favor. Head on over to iTunes. Leave us a rating and a review. It greatly helps our discoverability and helps new people Mm. discover this podcast. We greatly appreciate that. So until next time, folks, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and we'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.